It began with the forging of the great pronouns. Three were given to the twinks. Slender, androgynous, and queerest of all beings. Seven to the power bottoms. Great reverse miners and plunderers of the chocolate halls. And nine. Nine pronouns were gifted to women with septum piercings, who above all else desire power. For within these pronouns was bound the strength and will to govern each space. But they were all of them deceived. For another pronoun was made. In the land of Tweeter, in the fires of Mount Bio, the Dark Lord they them forged in secret a master pronoun, and into this pronoun they them poured they them's cruelty, they them's malice, and they them's will to dominate all life. One pronoun to rule them all. What does it say, Frodo? I, I don't understand it. I don't understand, Gandalf. That's because it's stupid. I'm Dave Rubin. This is the Rubin Report. It's June 12th, 2023. We're live streaming on Rumble Locals and YouTube. Subscribe if you haven't and join us for a post-game show immediately after today's program. And yes, as the cold open may have uh, led you to know even more than you would know inherently, uh, it is still Pride Month pronouns, genitals being chopped off, all of the stuff that comes with pride is still happening, uh, although it is being pushed back against more and more and more. Oh, by the way, I want to give a shout out to Florida man Chuck from our rubenreport.locals.com community who submitted that cold open. Those are the types of benefits that members of our locals community get. You might just get your video or a video you like to the team, and then we can play it on the show. That's what's going on over there. We'll also be announcing, uh, we're gonna do a little promo this week, some giveaways. We were going through the official Ruben Report closet. We've got a closet back there filled with merchandise and all kinds of things. We're clearing it out for the, uh, the upcoming fall season. We're gonna do a bunch of giveaways for annual subscribers. So hang tight, we'll have more on that in a day or two. Uh, but yes, the theme of the show today is the endless transing of America and how most people have absolutely had it. Uh, but for some reason, uh, a certain set of people are still afraid to say anything about it. So while the White House and the elderly man who sniffs the hair of young children, uh, while he is pushing the transing of children on us, uh, people like Joe Rogan and other tastemakers, Elon Musk, et cetera, et cetera, are finally pushing back and, uh, and really more than anything else, what does it take? What do we always talk about? What does it take to stop this stuff? How about a little conviction? How about standing up with your shoulders back, telling the world what you actually believe, resetting this thing, and then we get back to some normalcy? I think we can do it. Uh, before we get to that, let's talk about My Patriot Supply and then uh, the big program on the other side. Guys, are you concerned about having enough food to eat in case of a sudden emergency? Grocery stores can get stripped bare within hours. If you don't have backup food on hand, you might find yourself relying on the government 
<laughs> uh, don't let that happen. My Patriot Supply is making a special offer to help everyone prepare for what's coming. Act now and you'll get a three-month emergency food kit plus free a free water filtration system so you can have clean water to drink and cook with. Your My Patriot Supply three-month food kit gives you a wide variety of delicious meals and it provides over 2,000 calories a day, which is highly important for keeping up your strength and energy. Order today and get your free gravity-powered water filtration system, a $279 value as a bonus gift. The food and your free water filter are all shipped to your doorstep in discreet boxes with free shipping included as well. Go to preparewithruben.com, preparewithruben.com. And now back to me. All right. So Joe Rogan, I've mentioned him once or twice on this show. He's a popular podcaster. A couple hundred million people listen to him every month. He's just had it with pride. Uh, here he is discussing his feelings on Target, Bud Light, chopping kids' genitals off, and all that good stuff. Target lost billions of dollars because they tried to have this pride selection. Oh, yeah, gay mannequins. Yeah, they, they, well, they had all these, like, pride children's shirts yeah. and... Gay children, yeah. yeah. And then, Sorry. obviously, the Bud Light thing with Dylan Mulvaney, they've lost 20-plus billion dollars. You imagine... You're just going to send a f***ing can to some confused person that, uh, day 365 of womanhood, and you send that person a f***ing can with their face on, and your company loses $20 billion. That is wild man. So we're seeing that now, where yeah. we never saw that before, where people are going, enough, right? enough, stop shoving this down everybody's throat. When I go to Target, I don't want to see, like... Yeah, tuck pants where you like they're designed to help you tuck your dick. Like, hey, that's not normal, and I don't want that right in front of everybody. Right, that really is the issue. Does it have to be out there in front of everybody? And again, does it have to be aimed towards kids? These things that are sold for adults—that is one thing. But you know, when you walk into Target, although I checked a couple weeks ago at my Target. Uh, here in Florida, they did not have that giant display. So I think in certain places, they're marketing towards their audience, which, by the way, that is what a business is supposed to do. If you're in a more conservative area, you might not want to put the tar the tucking Target clothes right up, fr up front. But if you want to do that in your San Francisco or New York City store, you can. Of course, you put that stuff up front. That's most likely what's going to be stolen first. And, you know, in certain cities like Los Angeles, you're allowed to steal up to, I think it's $970 worth of stuff. That's an awful lot of tucking clothes for you and the family. Uh, but really the point of all that was that a guy like Rogan, who I think just kind of, the, the magic of Joe Rogan is he just kind of represents the average dude, right? Like, just like a sane, normal dude. He's not pretending to be anything other than what he is. And he's had it. And then the people that watch him, listen to him, uh, that buy Bud Light, that maybe shop at Target, they've all had it. And that's the beauty because this is an organic movement. You know, we're used, we're used to in the last, five, seven years being in this cancel culture situation where there's this very inorganic feeling of people being canceled. Someone says one off-color thing taken slightly out of context and the machine fires them. They're kicked off their TV show. They're fired at work, whatever it might be. Uh, and it doesn't feel authentic or organic. There's something about people just being like, I'm actually just not going to shop there anymore. That feels very authentic. And that shows that you have some 
you have some skin in the game. You have some autonomy to put into this and go, oh, my choices actually mean something. Now, what I want to jump from that, which was just a couple days ago, that video we showed you, all the way back to 2017. That's right, we're going back six, seven years. Uh, because you may remember that me and Jordan Peterson and Sam Harris, Ben Shapiro, Rogan, et cetera, we were part of this thing that was coined the intellectual dark web, the IDW. And it was basically, it was a Barry Weiss article that was the front page of the New York Times. And it was basically that there's this group of people online who are talking about things that are important to talk about, but nobody's talking about them on mainstream. And then we got a whole bunch of hate for it and thing kind of, it blew up in terms of views and content and all that. Uh, also kind of then caused tensions between us. Anyway, the point is we were discussing a lot of this stuff before everybody was discussing it now. It's, you know, a lot of people are just waking up to this stuff in 2023 and like, oh my God, they suddenly want to trans all the kids. But again, there were plenty of us discussing it and warning about it way back when. What, what, what do I always say? What put Jordan Peterson on the map? It was Bill C-16 in Canada, which was that the government was going to punish you if you used someone's, uh, if you didn't use someone's preferred pronouns. So now I want to jump back to 2017. Here is Ben Shapiro on Joe Rogan warning about all of this stuff. What scares you? out of me is when you hear these stories about people deciding that their child who's like eight or nine this years old up beyond belief it's scary because you can't like a nine year look a 17 year old doesn't know that was the thing about that ruby rose girl she was saying that when she was young when she was a teenager she wanted to be a man she wanted to be transgender and that she had gone through that phase and now she's so happy that she didn't do anything right well, yeah. they, they say that that 80 percent of kids who experience any sort of gender dysphoria as children grow out of it so when you have a society that reinforces it, and then in Canada, they're now having, they're passing laws now that say that if a kid says, you know, you have a girl and the girl says, I'm a boy and she's three, that the government can come into your house and take the kid. Because obviously, if, if, you, if you don't want to humor the kid and get the kid treatment or surgery or, or hormone blockers, then you're obviously doing something wrong to the kid. This is just, it's insane. First of all, if anyone tried to do that with my kid, I would meet them at the door with a gun. I mean, that, that, this, is, this is the kind of stuff where you're talking legit civil war like when when you say that the government can take people's kids from them because the government knows better than you how to parent yeah, your kids on basic right things now. like are you a boy or a girl you know that clip right there what ben said at the end like uh if you tried to take my kids away you would meet uh me at the door with a gun uh that went very viral people tried to cancel ben that he was threatening law enforcement and everything else uh, but this idea that the state could take your kids away i have phoenix doing a little digging right now but just over the last couple of days California has basically said that if you as a parent do not affirm what your child is saying about their gender, that the state actually could get involved. That's literally happening in California right at this very moment. Okay, I got some info on that. Under California's AB 957, a parent could lose custody for not, quote, affirming whatever their child believes about their gender. Here, the bill author defends this bill using an example of a seven-year-old who announces their gender doesn't match their sex. So we'll, we'll play the video that that's referencing. We'll play that on tomorrow's show. But it is literally happening right now. And remember, as I always say, we should not be calling this gender-affirming surgery. The least affirming thing you could do to a child is chop their genitals off, right? That is not affirming their gender. It's actually pretty unaffirming of their gender. Uh, also, Ben makes an interesting point that I think is, is worth repeating. 
that 80% of these kids outgrow this. That also seems to be why this radical movement is going after the kids and going after them younger and younger and younger. First off, all of you, everyone watching this has met a five-year-old at some point, and most of you probably were five-year-olds. Five-year-olds do not think about these things. Seven-year-olds do not think about sex and gender and any of these things. So once you can get in their minds and start confusing them, think about the litany of other things that you can then get them to be confused about. And that seems to be what our corporations and what our government wants. So the average person, the average guy who buys Bud Light shops at Target or used to buy Bud Light and used to shop at Target and perhaps still watches the Joe Rogan show, uh, they have just about had it, but the machine just keeps coming top down. Here is Joe Biden, the elderly man with dementia who sniffs little girl's hair, uh, the guy who's pretending to be president, but clearly is not pulling the strings. Uh, here he is at a pride celebration this past weekend. It's wrong that extreme officials are pushing hateful bills, targeting transgender children, terrifying families and criminalizing doctors. These are our kids. These are our neighbors. It's cruel and it's callous. Not somebody else's kids, they're all our kids. No, you old windbag. They're the parents' kids, that's all. My kids are not your kids, okay? I don't understand how anyone could think anything other. Uh, also, the uh, idea that somehow the government should come in and force this, which is what they're trying to do in California. And that Joe Biden, I mean, mind muddled, stammering buffoon, Joe Biden thinks that it is the government's purview to have anything to do with any of this. Okay, so what states are doing, you know it, it's happening, it started here in Florida, but now it's happening in a whole bunch of other states. They are saying, if you perform these surgeries on kids, if you chemically, castrate children, think about what that is. If you give kids drugs that stop their natural hormonal processes, you will lose your license and you will possibly end up in jail. Now, if you do it as an adult, meaning they are now 18 or whatever the legal age is in that state, then so be it, right? And this is what a mature society would do. Uh, but it's not just that Joe Biden is just saying it. He's celebrating it and he's really pushing to legally advance it at every level and scare the hell out of everybody who pushes against it. We'll get to that on the other side. Let me talk to you about Jen Yassel real quick. Guys, here's the biggest summer secret to a great looking, glowing summer complexion. It's a lot more than staying hydrated and using sun protection. It's having great skincare products from our friends at Jen Yassel. Sun, humidity, dehydrated skin covered in dark spots and even puffier bags under the eyes are all a problem for all of us. Uh, but thankfully, Genucel has the perfect answer. Introducing Genucel's beautifully curated Summer Essentials Package. That's right, this limited edition package includes their one-of-a-kind Ultra Retinol Super Moisturizer that uses a powerful plant extract alternative to retinol without the harsh side effects and perfectly is perfectly safe to use in that summer sun. Plus, you'll get Genucel's classic skincare therapy for under-eye bags and puffiness and concentrated vitamin C serum to nourish your skin for a visibly clear complexion with a glow that'll get you compliments everywhere you go. 
Go to GenuCell.com slash Ruben right now to get your GenuCell Summer Essentials package right now. And just for the summer, every subscription order includes a customized summer spa gift box absolutely free. Order now and every summer package includes GenuCell's immediate effects also free. With its immediate effects, results are guaranteed in 12 hours or less or you get your money back. Don't wait. Go to GenuCell.com slash Ruben. That's GenuCell.com slash Ruben. And now back to me. So yes, this gender stuff, this chopping of kids' genitals off, this sexualizing of children and everything else, it's not coming from the bottom up. It's coming from the top down. It is coming from our federal government. It's coming from our institutions, literally our military institutions at this point. It's coming from our corporate institutions. And that's what we really have to think about. It's not just the average person that is trying to push this on everybody, right? When we showed you those videos last week uh, of Glendale, California, right? uh, it's a suburb of Los Angeles, and all these parents are out there pushing against their kids being sexualized in school. And if you watch the way the mainstream media covered it, it was, it was usually framed something like this. It was like anti-LGBT protesters versus pro-LGBT protesters. And it's like, what do you mean, anti-LGBT? These are just parents. These are just parents who don't want state workers talking to their kids about sex. They're not anti-LGBT protesters. You're actually kind of turning them into that, but that's not really what they are. They were fine a year ago when you weren't talking to their kids about sex. But the point is, this is all top down. Why is it that these corporations and the government want everybody to be trans and put up trans flags instead of American flags and everything else. Uh, well, here is Joe Biden making up some complete nonsense again during more pride celebrations this weekend. We have to act as a nation. We need to push back against the hundreds of callous and cynical bills and laws introduced in states targeting transgender children, terrifying families and criminalizing doctors and nurses. These bills and laws attack the most basic values and freedoms we have as Americans. That's not hyperbole. It's a fact. No, it's hyperbole. It's not a fact, you buffoon. Uh, we did a bunch of searching for these hundreds of evil bills, and here's what we came up with. Crickets, people, crickets. There are no anti-LGBTQ bills. There are no bills to stop gay people from doing everything straight people can do. There are no bills to stop lesbians from playing rugby or bisexuals from turning their hair purple or trans people from doing anything they want to do. Again, this is about chemically castrating children. And for some reason, that elderly man with dementia is really into it. And if you think about it like this, Joe Biden obviously has dementia or something else. If an 80-year-old man came, let's say you're walking down the street with your kids, just on a beautiful day, you're just taking a walk, you got the dog, you got the kids, and then an old man walks up to you and he's kind of stiff and, you, oh, that's an old man. That looks like a nice old man. And, and imagine that old man walked up and he whispered, because he's always whispering, I want to chemically castrate your children. Can I sniff their hair first? You might say, okay, this is the type of guy we don't want to be around. But for some reason, this man apparently is the president of the United States. Anyway, here's some of his plans to help families chop their children's genitals off. This year, we're committing more mental health resources and new funding for programs to help families support and affirm their kids. 
a new federal initiative to address the LGBTQ homelessness. The LGBTQ homeless. First off, he just got rid of the T there, right? I like how he just forgot about the T's altogether. But LGBTQ homelessness, you know what the problem is? Because these gays have very high tastes. So you try to take a poor gay person, a homeless gay person, you put them into just some average hotel room and they're like, I can't live. Look at those blinds. I can't live in this place. It's all so stupid. But if you really listen to what he's saying, he's saying we're going to put more money for the mental health. What that means is they are the government is going to take money from some people to put it into programs that will encourage that other people have their kids genitals chopped off. We, we've said a genital chop off uh, statement uh, record here today. Do you see why this is nuts? When, when they create these programs, do you think the government would ever create a program where let's say there was. OK. Completely kidding aside for just a second. Let's say there was a kid. Let's say there was a 13-year-old boy uh, who was actually really confused about their gender identity. So they're a 13-year-old boy who's effeminate. Most likely they are just gay. Perhaps they're actually straight and it's just a phase, but whatever. Most likely they're just gay, which is why I always say that there's nothing more anti-gay than the trans movement, right? Because they literally want to, you got it, with these, with these poor gay kids. Okay. But let's say this kid, this boy is confused about his gender identity. Now the government has put money towards mental health and programs. Do you think there is any chance in high hell that the kid now goes to this facility or the, the guidance counselor at school or whatever the mechanism is that this program would be instituted? Do you think there is any chance in hell that they would do anything other than encourage this kid to become trans? Do you think there, were, there would be any chance in hell that the government would hire a therapist who would ha actually do the work of sitting there with the child and really trying to figure out what the root of the issue is and actually, you know, this is your body. And even if we do these hundreds of thousands of dollars of extremely painful surgeries, and even if the bill is foot by somebody else and everything else, you may not be happier. You actually may end up with a penis that does not work or a vagina that is not fully functional or anything else, like check some of the pictures on and videos on this stuff if you have not seen it. It is, it is extraordinarily evil. But so that you really just have to understand when Biden and all these people applaud it, right? They applaud like seals. We will put more money to affirm children's gender. So you really have a bunch of brainwashed NPCs saying we will put money, other people's money to chop kids. Oh God, it's evil. Uh, here's Biden just completely making something up altogether, which I guess shouldn't surprise anybody. When a person can be married in the morning and thrown out of a restaurant for being gay in the afternoon, something is still very wrong in America. Where, Joe? Where is this happening? Where are lesbians getting married, then going to Waffle House and being kicked out? It is not happening. I don't know why something about lesbians at Waffle House seemed funny to me. Where are gay guys getting married in the morning? First off, most people don't get married in the morning. People get married in the evening. It's a general rule, okay? But even so, two gay guys, they get married, and where do they want to have lunch? Uh, about uh, Dave and Buster's, okay? I don't know. Where, where do they want to go? Where, no, Wingstop, uh, whatever. They want to have a slice of pizza. You think the pizza guy's like, you gay guys, get out of here with your new marriage. We're not serving you pepperoni. It's all absolutely ridiculous. They are unearthing things that we have long put to bed. We also have laws. There is the Civil Rights Act. You cannot discriminate 
uh, on sexual identity or skin color or these things. We already have these laws. So this is just complete and utter nonsense. And by the way, generally speaking, even if we didn't have these laws, and you know, there's a lot of libertarian arguments uh, that we shouldn't even have the Civil Rights Act because in essence, if you own a building, uh, you own a building, you own a, a store, whatever, a service, whatever it might be, you should be allowed to you know, exchange whoever you want. And if you want to be a prejudiced dick, like you should be able to. That would be like the purely libertarian argument on that. The reason that there's some validity to that partly is because most people that start a business aren't like, I'm going to discriminate against the black people. I'm not going to serve salads to gays. Like it's just not a thing, right? It's just not a thing. Anyway, uh, and wokeness, which I've referenced this Twitter account a couple times uh, on, uh, on the show, uh, they had this. Uh, which I thought was pretty interesting because as, as you're seeing there, those flags, that's this past weekend at the Capitol, the death of a nation summed up in two photos. That's Andrew Jackson, the statue of Andrew Jackson, which of course was vandalized and everything else during our summer of love a couple years ago. And now we have the pride flag with the American flag. You know, as I mentioned, uh, was it last week when we showed you that video of the guy outside the prime minister's office in Canada, where they took down the Canadian flag and they put up that gay flag. What you must understand is that is a political message. That gay flag does not represent a sexuality, like simply represent a sexuality, whatever the hell that would even mean. It represents a political idea that is based in collectivism and communism and equity, right? That's what it is. And as we decide that we will take down our flag, our like, no, no, stop doing this nonsense. Here's another one from End Wokeness. So this is a, from a pride uh, parade, I guess, over the weekend. And it's like, again, there is somebody who appears to be naked or pretty damn close to it, twerking in front of a small child. Guys, whatever you do in the privacy of your own home is fine. Do whatever you want, twerk in front of the mirror, in front of whoever it is that you live with. Stop doing it in public with children, but they cannot stop themselves. And, and this is so consistent with something we've seen from the left for these last 10 years, right? At any point when the left did something that was a little bit nuts, Antifa, BLM, all, all of the stuff, every time a voice on the left, remember a guy like me eight years ago, Every time a voice on the left said, hey, can we, can we ease up on like the total craziness of everything? They purge you. So there's no one to stop them. There's, I have no doubt that at the average pride parade uh, that there are plenty of decent good people, but this thing has been hijacked and they don't know how to stop it because they don't have enough people that have the wherewithal and the convictions to stop it. Uh, but the interesting thing again is that this is about the kids. It's about the kids. So let's continue on this because it starts with you got a some guy or girl or whatever with whatever genitals twerking in front of that little kid. And now you all know Leah Thomas. Leah Thomas is a guy who was ranked something like 467th as a male high school swimmer. Then Leah Thomas said that he was a chick and he became the number one female swimmer. Uh, Riley Gaines, who we've talked about a bunch, uh, who was second in the last race that Leah Thomas won, uh, Ron DeSantis decided to go ahead and award her uh, the, the gold medal, the first place medal anyway. Uh, and Riley Gaines is now an outspoken advocate against having dudes in chick sports, old school, I know. Anyway, 
uh, Leah Thomas was uh, interviewed. What, what, what was this for? Was this advice or like one? Of, it's one of these things. You can see it's a they them interviewer and they're talking to Leah Thomas about trans and dudes swimming with chicks and the whole damn thing. Take a look. The NCAA has said that they support trans athletes. Uh, they also haven't taken action against states that have banned trans athletes. Leah, can two truths exist at once? I think it's very difficult for, for an organization to say, we support trans people, we support trans inclusion, and then not do anything to sort of do that, to anything to protect trans athletes, to, to ensure uh, they're, they're treated fairly. It sort of gets to this, this broader idea that, that I've encountered a lot where people will say, oh, like, Leah, I respect you and your identity as a woman, but I just don't think it's fair for you to play in the women's category. And you can't have that sort of halfway acceptance of, of trans women and of trans people more broadly, because when you think like that, you're not really thinking of trans women as women, you're thinking of them as this other category that we have to find something to do with when we're just other women who want to compete. No, you are not other women who want to compete. You are a dude. You have a penis. This is where I mention the Connor propeller penis theory, which is that Leah Thomas has kept the penis to swim as a woman using the penis as some kind of propeller for extra propulsion. Okay, so no, I don't, ex I don't respect you as a woman. I don't respect your pronouns or anything else. You're a dude who is a marginal swimmer at best, who is now smacking down actual women, and you're doing it in the name of diversity and tolerance? You're, you're a fraud and a phony. That's what you are. But speaking of fraud and phonies, a little more from Joe Biden. This one actually isn't about genitals, hallelujah. Uh, this one's just about masks and COVID. You are not gonna believe this one from Clay Travis. The Biden White House is requiring college athletes who won national championships and haven't gotten the COVID shot to wear masks and maintain six feet of social distancing on their White House visit Monday uh, when he's saying this is indefensible. First off, I just love that picture of Joe Biden. Like, it's just like the perfect, that sums up whatever the Joe Biden presidency is. But do you realize what an absolute farce this is? It's all, everything's a farce. We are in nonstop farce town, okay? That's where we're at with everything. Today, that is happening today. They're bringing all these college athletes in. And if you did not get the shot, the shot that did not work, the shot that has all sorts of side effects, the shot that there was no reason for you to get as a young college athlete, you're most likely in pretty good shape and you probably take care of yourself and you're young and strong and have an immune system and everything else. If you did not do all that still now at the White House, which is run apparently by a man with dementia, we are going to force you to put a mask on, which subsequently even Fauci admits does not work. And six feet social distancing, which was a theory that was based in nothing. It was literally based in nothing. Dave, would you calm down? It's Monday. Fine. All right, I will. Um, what's the moral here, guys? The moral is that Biden and this administration and this machine is infringing on everyone's privacy, everyone's sanity, and all of our rights with their mandates and now literally their alterations of our bodies. So what do you need to bear the storm? What do you need and are there examples of people doing it? You need conviction, okay? 
And yes, there are examples of people doing it. I wanna throw you to something from February of 2022. This is a little over a year ago. This is Novak Djokovic, who basically is the best male, he is a male, tennis player of all time. And you may remember that he did not want to get uh, the COVID vaccine. He has an incredible, not only physical regimen, uh, but but nutrition regimen. I mean, he's famous for this, like a team of people that are studying his body science and everything else. Uh, he was not even allowed to compete in the Australia Open last February because he was not vaccinated. Anyway, here he is in February 22 talking about uh, freedom of choice and bodily autonomy. Uh, those were things that the lefties used to talk about. Remember my body, my choice. But uh, here he is a year and a half ago, and you'll see why I'm showing this to you in just a moment. I understand the consequences of my decision. And one of the consequences of my decision was not going to Australia, and I was prepared not to go. And I understand that not being vaccinated today, I, you know, I'm unable to travel to most of the tournaments at the moment. And, and that's the price you're willing to pay? I, that, that is the price that I'm willing to pay. Ultimately, are you prepared to forego the chance to be the greatest player that ever picked up a racket, statistically, because you feel so strongly about this jab? Yes. It's a really evil question, the way that it was framed, because he is the best male tennis player of all time. I think now he has 23 Grand Slam wins, if I'm not mistaken. and. You know, the, the idea that somehow that was it, that wouldn't be true. Be, me, the guy, what the guy meant was, okay, if you, don't, if you don't compete in more of these because you didn't get back, so you won't be the greatest of all time. But the point is he has conviction, right? I don't need this thing and I am willing to do what is right and it will cost me money, it will cost me treasure, it will cost me accolades, fame, et cetera, et cetera. Now you may remember that even three months ago, three months ago, this headline from the Daily News, uh, Daily Mail. Novak Djokovic is denied entry to the U.S. again and will miss the Miami Open, okay? Now, you also might remember that at one point, uh, Governor DeSantis was trying to figure out a way to get Djokovic in. They were gonna like charter a boat that would somehow get him to the Bahamas, then into Florida and blah, blah. Anyway, that didn't happen. Long story short, you know what did happen over the weekend? So the guy did not get the vaccine. He missed a couple opens. He probably could have several other Grand Slam wins. Uh, in his belt right now. Well, he did win the French Open this past weekend, uh, his 23rd Grand Slam title. Here's a little video. Guys, that's a hero right there. That's actually a modern hero. Not only uh, is he the greatest male tennis player in history, but he stood up for what was right. He did the right thing and he will be, he'll be rewarded at the most sort of personal and, and spiritual level 
but he also showed people that you don't have to just take it. You don't have to relentlessly be the bitch of the system. And they want us all to be the bitch, right? Leah Thomas wants all those girls to be the bitch. Joe Biden wants all of you to be the bitch. Oh, whatever crazy thing we come up with today. And by the way, it's gonna be way crazier in a couple of years. You better freaking do it or we will kick you out of the country. We will punish you financially. We'll close your bank account if you're in Canada, et cetera, et cetera. So you guys get it. Standing up for what you think is right is the only way out of all of this. And when you stand up for what is right, you actually become less neurotic. You become less sort of endlessly self-introspective to the point of nasal gaze, navel gazing. And then what happens is you start actually living the life you're supposed to. Now, so I wanna do a little bit of a transition there because Djokovic did not take the drug they wanted him to take. And they seem to wanna drug everybody, right? They wanna chemically castrate kids. They wanna force you to be injected with their mRNA technology. By the way, it was nice to see Djokovic as he fell to the ground. It was so refreshing to see an athlete who wasn't falling to the ground because of a heart attack. He was just falling to the ground out of sheer joy and exhaustion, so that was nice. Uh, but in any event, they are trying to basically drug everybody constantly, right? We know this. We know this. And uh, that brought us to this video. We've been trying to figure out a way to get this into the show for a little while now. You may remember this. This is from how, how long is this ago? This is about 10 years ago, right? This is about a decade ago. Uh, listen to Tom Cruise. Yeah, Tom Cruise, that Tom Cruise, talking about the coercive use of uh, ADHD drugs, SSRI drugs, uh, and how they are pushing that stuff on children. This is 10 years ago, take a look. Here we are today where I talk out against drugs and psychiatric abuses of electric shocking people, mm -hmm. okay, against their will, of drugging children with them not knowing the effects of these drugs. Do you know what Adderall is? Do you know Ritalin? Do you know now that Ritalin is a street drug? Do you understand that? The difference is, no, this was no, not Matt, against Matt, her will, though. Matt, but Matt, this wasn't Matt, against your question. Will. Matt, I'm asking you a question. I understand Do, there's no. abuse of all of these things. No, you see, here's the problem. You don't know the history of psychiatry. I do. All it does is mask the problem, Matt. And if you understand the history of it, it masks the problem. That's what it does. That's all it does. You're not getting to the reason why. There is no such thing as a chemical imbalance. I'm saying that drugs aren't the answer, that these, these drugs are very dangerous. They're mind-altering, antipsychotic drugs. And there are ways of doing it without that so that we don't end up in a brave new world. Okay, I'm not testifying to every single thing that Tom Cruise said there. Like, is there no such thing as a chemical imbalance? Like, I'm not sure about that. But I thought it was interesting because uh, that clip almost got him canceled 10 years ago. Um, because uh, there's a giant machine, a giant big pharma machine that wants you injected with things. Oh, your kid's kind of jumpy. We better put him on drugs. Oh, your kid's climbing around a lot. You better put him on drugs. I can tell you having these two kids downstairs, what I have learned, if I have learned anything in the last nine months of having these two boys, Justin is a higher wire act. This kid, he is an explorer. He wants to climb and crawl into every crazy position. If I leave the back door open for a split second, he wants to bolt out of the house. He climbs on everything. He's knocking himself over, trying to get upstairs. Like it is built into this kid to go out there and, and conquer the world. And I'm gonna do everything that I can to give him all the tools so that he can go about his life and do that. Justin's more, he just kind of, uh, Luke is more, he just kind of sits there and stares at you. He's more of a thinker. 
but they're wired a certain way. But we have decided that we will, oh, you're a boy, but you think you're a girl, we'll drug you, we'll chemically castrate you. Oh, you're actually, uh, this kid's a little too energetic, we'll drug him. This kid doesn't have enough energy, we'll drug him. We, we are screwing around with the chemicals in our brain, and then we wonder why we now have a generation of people that don't know what, they're, what gender they are. And on top of the fact, and this is a big no-no to talk about, it comes out almost every single time that these school shooters are on these drugs, right? So when Joy Reid, remember the, the Uvalde shooting where they, they, I mean, that was one of the worst where they shot, I think it was 18 elementary school kids and three teachers. And Joy Reid dared to get on her show that night and say that the shooter did not have mental health problems. It was about the gun, right? Which by the very definition, if you shoot children, innocent children, you have a mental health problem. Of course, it also turned out that they were on these drugs. Over and over they are. But some people have been warning about this, right? So I started today's show talking about Rogan and Ben Shapiro, and I mentioned that intellectual dark web thing, and there was Jordan Peterson and Brett Weinstein and a whole bunch of other people uh, talking about the hard issues of the day. And I guess we talked about them for a while. It didn't stop anything, but we woke up a certain amount of people. But Jordan, I think, has been sort of the, the pinnacle of the pinnacle of all of this. And there actually is a solution. You don't just have to drug your children. There is actually another way to go about doing it. We use amphetamines to conveniently modify the behavior of bored boys because we're too stupid to construct our education systems in a manner that doesn't drive them mad. Yeah, hyperactivity is an I iatrogenic disease created by schools yeah that's that's the case so boys should play more way more than they do way more they should play to the point of exhaustion in some sense every day really really they'll quit when they've had enough I bet your hyperactive son has no trouble paying attention when he's playing video games well that's worth thinking about isn't it Ooh, the video game one really is worth thinking about, right? You can sit the kid down who can't sit still, right, all day long, but he can sit still in front of a video game. There's something there. But again, do you see this thing? We have an entire generation for the last probably decade and a half, maybe even two decades, that we have drugged on all of these things, and now we see the shootings, we see the gender confusion, we also know that this thing actually ended up making us less social, not more social, and we wonder why everyone's walking around in perpetual craziness. And we wonder why we elect officials who want to do horrible things to kids. And, and all the rest of it. All the rest of it. You know, I'll tell you something. On, uh, you know, the weekends, I, I just on a personal note to end the show, sometimes I find the weekends actually a little more difficult for me personally than the weekdays. Because the weekdays, I'm, I'm busy, right? Like, so I'm doing the show. I do other hits. I'm writing. I'm taking calls. I'm taking meetings. Whatever might be going on with the shows and with locals and everything else. So I'm very, very busy from, say, like 7 to usually about six o'clock. But you know, every time I go downstairs for lunch, I'm always trying to play with the kids for a little bit. And in the morning I take them solo and do my thing. On the weekends, because I'm not working in, in that sense, although I'm always working a little bit, uh, you know, it's just, it's just us and the kids. And it's like, it's just craziness all the time. And these kids, as I said, Justin especially, like just wants to be everywhere and he's pulling. Actually, I had to go to Home Depot this weekend because he's pulling wallpaper off the walls and I had to get wallpaper glue. And like, it's just craziness. So in those brief moments, 
that you need as a parent, that you need like a little bit of sanity. I could see why parents give them the iPad or put, you know, put them in front of the video game or TVs or anything else. There is this chick on YouTube, uh, Miss Rachel. She, first off, this woman, Miss Rachel, she's completely ruined my YouTube viewing history because I used to have all my basketball games on there. I had like Star Wars stuff and whatever. Now I'm all Miss Rachel. This Miss Rachel, if I just need like 10 minutes of just quiet for a second, like Justin's going crazy and I'm like, I just need a second, man. I got to pee, like something like that. I put on Miss Rachel and then he can just sit there and he smiles and she's, she's quite good actually. This is one of the few that is quite good. So I'm not saying that there is no use for devices, no use for TVs or anything else. But the point is, David always says to me, you know, we don't want to do that too much, right? You don't want to do that too much because you want them to do what Jordan said. You want them to play to the point of exhaustion. But we've built school systems that put them in this chair all day long. They end up going nuts and then you drug them and then they don't know what gender they are. Did we tie this whole thing together? I think we did. Guys, we have a machine that wants to vax you when you don't need to be vaccinated. It wants to mutilate you when you don't want to be mutilated. And I've had, frankly, just about enough of it. So how about we let them, how about you get some balls and then they will not chop their balls off? I guess that was the message for today's show. It's Monday, guys, which means it's Meme Monday over at rubenreport.locals.com. Here's the one that I put up. The United States and the world stand with Ukraine. It just depends what you mean by stand. We've got a couple hundred other people in there putting up their fun memes of the day. Uh, we got a post-game show coming up for you in just about a minute. And my full interview from uh, Hungary, from Budapest, Hungary, uh, with the capital in the background. It's a really beautiful location that we did it with Balash Orban, who is Prime Minister Viktor Orban's political director. No relation, same last name, no relation. Uh, that is up right now. Also last week, we put up the full interview in Jerusalem with former Ambassador David Friedman. That's up right now. The documentary that we shot there, we're still in the middle of putting together, tying some uh, little pieces together on that. So we'll have more on that in a little bit. Cold closed Disney style, and we'll see everybody on the post game in just a moment. So what do you think? Does it come in black? tuning in to The Rubin Report. You can watch the show live every weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern and 8 a.m. Pacific on Rumble, Locals, and YouTube. Don't forget to rate, review, share, and subscribe to this podcast. And you can join me for the post-game wrap-up every day after the show at rubinreport.locals.com.